This is the difference between inner confidence and outer confidence. Welcome to the Creative Zone podcast. My name is Tully Brash. I'm an actress, speaker, meditation guide, and facilitator. This is a podcast for creatives to get into the zone, to feel at peace, at home, and free to be the real you. Each week, we bring you inspiring insights, conversations, stories, meditations, and other tools to help free your creative life force. My hope is that this podcast will strengthen your connection with your inner voice and feel confident to share your gifts with the world. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Creative Zone podcast. This is your host, Tully, and I'm really grateful that you're here and that you've taken this time to tune in and hear a message, hopefully, that resonates with you. I tend to share quite personal reflections and stories in the hope that this will reach your ears and awaken the different parts that live inside of you, the different inner voices, uh, in the hope that you'll come to connect deeper to what is your true voice, your true, true inner voice. And um, I guess I wanted to share today some recent experiences that I've had in which it's really solidified for me or I guess deepened my awareness around the difference between inner confidence and external confidence. I speak a lot about inner confidence and I have a new short course out that's around cultivating inner confidence and I guess it's made me reflect a lot on my life and connection to confidence because I used to get reflected to, you know, from a lot of people that I was quite a confident person. I performed a lot growing up. I was on stage a lot. And yet I felt so much anxiety and self-doubt on the inside. So I guess coming from that background, it's made me really think, well, you know, how do you have more of a balance between your internal life and your external life that it's not this show or performance that we can allow ourselves to be as we are, to speak our truth, to sit back in ourselves and not force or put on a persona that appears confident when really inside we don't um, feel that way. So, I had an experience recently, I was at a friend's barbecue and there was some people there that I didn't know and I'm currently 32 weeks pregnant and having spent the majority of my pregnancy in lockdown, I really haven't experienced that much unsolicited advice or other people's projections or ideas or I mean, I'd heard that that can happen a lot, but I haven't really experienced it so much. And I was at this barbecue and there were some women who were dishing up our food and one of them asked, oh, what hospital are you having your baby at? When are you due? Do you know if it's a boy or a girl? And I said, we're leaving it to be a surprise and we're hoping 
to have a home birth, but we also have a hospital booking um, as a backup if in the chance that we need or, or that the, the course of the birth goes that way, then we'll transfer to the hospital, but we're yeah looking to have a home birth. And the next question was, well, are there pain relief options at a home birth? To which I said, well, you can use the TENS machine and there's natural breathing techniques and you know I'll have two midwives there and my partner there that you know will support with that um but not yeah there's no epidural there's no medicated pain relief options to which I got a look like ah and then the comment ah ah this is this is your first baby that was Billy, <laughs> Billy snoring in the background. Um, oh, this is your first baby. Like that I didn't know what was coming or that I wouldn't be able to cope with it or, and it, I just, I just felt this sort of judgment on the decision that I'd made. And I didn't know these women and I didn't, they didn't know anything about me or my history or like anything. It was just so quick um that it sort of happened and I found myself like my energy was just all of a sudden like oh like wanted to put walls around me and to protect myself and to not kind of continue the conversation um like I kind of dished up my food and then went outside to the table to sit down and eat and I had to sort of sit with it because initially the parts in me, you know, whenever something comes at us or projections come towards us, you know, that's an, a potential activation of a defense mechanisms to come up, which, you know, for me, when I think of that, I think, oh, well, there are different inner voices and parts of me that would come up in certain situations to protect me uh, and to protect yeah, protect me from feeling harm or being vulnerable or and so I could feel a little bit of reactivity or just my mind wanting to like justify, you know, the decisions or explain them. And, you know, this other part that was coming in that was like, just go and sit down, have your dinner, leave, like it's not yours, just, you know, just that kind of relaxing, calm loving nurturing energy that was there as well so I sat down had some food was chatting to my friends and then one of the women who had made that judgment earlier came and sat down next to me and apologized and I was quite taken aback I was like oh amazing like that's beautiful that she had the awareness to you know recognize that she'd made a judgment uh, about my experience Um, or about my response and that she was owning it and apologizing. And um, so I I said, I appreciate it. And even though she apologized, she then went on to speak about her own traumatic experiences and what it was like. And I just sat and I listened and I didn't really say that much um, because I realized that there was something in her that was obviously unresolved and unexpressed. And, you know, I'd heard from so many other friends, you know, 
who'd said to me, you're going to get unsolicited advice or try not to take on other people's traumatic experiences or try and surround yourself with positive, you know, stories of birth experiences. And she'd had, you know, three, this particular woman had three births that were, yeah, not the desired outcomes that she'd wanted and sounded like they were quite traumatic. And and I just, I listened for a little bit and then at some point just said, found myself being able to say, thank you for apologizing. I appreciate it. I feel really good about the choices that my partner and I have made and the supports that we have in place and know that not all things go to plan and I'm sorry you didn't have the experiences that you desired um, but I feel really good about where I'm at and where we're headed and I realized in reflecting on that experience that I just would never have been able to articulate myself in that way years ago if I was confronted with a judgment or anything I just I used to spin out in my head I used to go so far into a warped sense of self I would take on what other people had said I would doubt myself my fear would come up I would you know question everything question myself you know I was so easily swayed by other people's opinions or judgments that I would then hand over my power or people please or just yeah give over my sense of self and it's taken years and years of you know this creative and spiritual practice of getting to know my inner voices and the parts of the self and not only the parts that live inside me that get ignited that want to protect me but also to be able to call upon voices that can support me in remaining in my true voice and remaining grounded and centered and not be swayed and I realized that you know I don't have to do that myself like I don't have to try and figure out how to do that myself, that I can actually call on these guides and these, you know, angelic beings to support me in that, that if I can't find the words that I can call upon a power that's greater than any voice in my head, you know, that wants to say something or, you know, when you try and like think of what to say, I can call upon a voice that's greater than the voices in my head to guide me, to give me those words, to give me the courage to speak up, to allow me to, you know, hold and protect my energy. So in moments like that, that's that's what I do. And so in that moment, I, you know, took a breath and I just called in what I call the the royal voice, the royalty voice, who for me is, you know, such a force around keeping strong boundaries. And not boundaries that are harsh or harmful, like I, you know, I wasn't rude to this lady. It was just more surrounding myself with an energy of this is my experience. I haven't asked for your opinion. I haven't asked for advice. I actually feel really good about, you know, where I'm at and the choices that I've made. And if my desired, you know, experience doesn't go in a particularly great direction or I need support, like I also have people in place that I can debrief the experience with and I can 
have to be there for me. I haven't asked for you to be that. And it's so, so powerful to now be able to trust that I can call upon these parts and these voices in situations like that in my life. Like first layer of the work, you know, is to go inwards and to discover the different parts and to understand how they rule and to understand how they can come up in your life in different situations. And then once you set these boundaries and you, you know, form these healthier relationships internally, it then just kind of like starts to appear in your external life. It starts to, you know, bleed out into, you know, everyday life situations where you're like, oh, I really felt like my royalty voice was there and, oh, my fear voice wasn't as present as it normally would be in this situation that it's usually, you know, used to coming up in. And I noticed that time and time again that I started to feel less reactive. I started to be able to navigate my reactivity on a whole other level because I was able to call upon these other voices tell the voices that were, you know, reacting like my shadow or my fear voice, the ones, the parts that wanted to defend me and protect me. I could also reassure them that they didn't have to be the ones to have the conversation. So with this woman, for example, like, you know, had I allowed my fear voice to, you know, be at the forefront, I probably wouldn't have spoken up. Like I probably wouldn't have said much or said anything, or I probably would have then tried to like go into justifying my decisions and I'm trying to impress her or please her or make her feel comforted, you know, by what I decided. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to put energy anymore, you know, as much as possible into feeding into fear and in feeding into that voice being the most dominant voice of my life because it was such a dominant voice in my life for so long in terms of my anxiety and self-doubt and what I shared before. So I wanted to share that experience because, yeah, I was thinking like the difference between inner confidence and an outer confidence is that you can outwardly go and be in a social situation and put on a facade and, you know, call upon, you know, a part of yourself to perform and to be there and, People might like you and and enjoy your company in that and, you know, perceive you in a certain way. But if you can't come back to yourself and on the inside feel that calm and on the inside feel that sense of I've got me, like like backing yourself, like that for me now is more important to feel and to have an experience than an outward confidence. Because the outward confidence can feel really empty. Like you might receive accolades or get recognition or it's not to say that you can't have both, but if you just have outwards confidence, out an outward confidence and lack an inner confidence, then you're out of balance in my in my view. Um, and the other experience I had just recently was that finally the lockdown has lifted in Melbourne and been able to go out and we were able to go away for a few days for the first time in a long time 
which was really nice, my partner and I and our dogs. And as we were leaving the few days away, I felt this sadness. Like I felt this, ah, the next time that we go away, we're going to have a completely different family dynamic. We're going to have this little being with us, this baby. And later that evening after the drive home, like I just shared with my partner, I just said, you know, I feel like I'm going to miss this. Like I feel like I'm going to miss the time that we have together and, you know, the flexibility we have, the walks that we, you know, we can just grab the dogs and the keys and we're out the door in two minutes and, and yeah, like the date nights that we have and the, the, just the time, just the time and the presence and the energy that we have for our relationship and for each other. And yeah, I just said, I feel like I'm going to miss this in, in a way. And you know, it's this weird sense of like things are going to change and I know they're going to be different, but I also don't know exactly how they're going to be different because I'm not in it and I'm not in the current reality of that just yet. But yeah, I guess I just like, I felt a bit emotional and teary and I just let it out and he just held space for that without trying to, you know, change or fix me or, you know, he just heard it and, um, And it was beautiful and I just realized as well that, you know, years ago I would have been really afraid to allow people, anyone, to see that side of me or to see, you know, that that inwards feeling or emotion that was there. I felt like I needed to express that privately or deal with it privately and then, you know, come back to that outwards confident person and then show up to the world like that. And again, like I don't, I don't want to live like that anymore. And for me, when I think of the inner confidence, it's again, coming back to being able to understand, acknowledge and hold your inner life, whether that's your emotions or parts of yourself or inner voices, like that you can be able to hold that call upon a voice greater than, you know, the voices in your head to support you in that and that your main priority and relationship is that internal one that then goes out into the world. And whilst I don't know what it's going to be like fully to be a mom and to have a newborn baby and I'll share the journey with you as as I go um, on the podcast as well, but Yeah, it was really nice to be able to acknowledge the grief that, you know, I've heard of many, many times from friends and other women who've gone through it and not to allow it to take over, not to allow it to, you know, become my identity or to take over the day. It's just that inner, the inner confidence is about being able to just acknowledge the feelings, the thoughts, the voices, what's true for you in any moment. And then with that acknowledgement and with that acceptance, allowing yourself to feel it and then trusting that it will shift and pass and move 
because you're then connected to that greater voice that I was speaking about earlier, that that support from whether it's your royalty voice that you call in or your gratitude voice that you call in or your inner wisdom voice that you call in, like whatever it is that you believe is there with you and, you know, this is the work that I teach to be able to connect to these voices as well, that you can have the tools to be able to call them in and have them there to support you then you can live from a place that's, yeah, that less reactivity. You can feel your feelings and then it'll pass and come back to that sense of feeling at home and at peace within yourself. And that's, yeah, I guess two recent experiences that I had that helped me to, like just to remind me of what that inner confidence is that, I have learned to cultivate more and I am continuing to learn to cultivate more and that it's always a continuous journey. But what I'd love for you to do in just listening to this episode and just taking a moment for yourself today, like do you connect more to an outwards confidence or an inner confidence? And if they are very different, like if you feel that they are quite split, that one of them you feel way more comfortable in and, you know, you can be outwardly confident but then on the inside you don't. Or maybe on the inside when you're by yourself you feel confident but then when you're out in the world you you no longer feel confident. What is confidence to you and what is important to you moving forward? Do you want to live with more inner confidence? Do you want to be able to back yourself, to be able to set boundaries, to be able to speak from your true voice, to live and relate to other people from your true voice, from your authentic self and not have to hide parts of you out of fear, that you can have an integrated whole nervous system and, you know, inner parts, family system within yourself that, you know, work well together and have healthy relationships so that your relationships in your external life also, you know, are healthy and and beautiful so I hope that just for today that you'll take some time to either write or journal or creatively express in some way, you know, what inner confidence means to you and how you can cultivate it more in your life on a day-to-day basis. And If this is something that you want guidance in or support in, this is what my recent course is about, how to find inner confidence. And we particularly work with the inner wisdom voice and the royalty voice where you get to have fun in creatively creating and expressing these different voices and learn the tools to be able to call upon them when you need, when you're in those social situations or when you're, you know, something's happened or triggered you and you need to call upon these voices this process and short course is is outlining and giving that all to you to be able to do this yourself so I hope that coming out of lockdown if you're in Melbourne or wherever you are in the world and what you're experiencing today that you're able to rebuild and grow in your inner confidence each and every day and from my snoring dogs (laughs) 
and me and my growing baby, I send you lots and lots of love. And thanks for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Creative Zone podcast. It's really an honor to, you know, see and hear from you each week. I see, you know, the amount of downloads that happen every week on the episodes and I'm just grateful that it's reaching your ears and that you're getting something from this podcast. If you could take a minute to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, I'd really appreciate it. It helps to share the message with other creatives. And also, as mentioned, I have a new short course called How to Find Your Inner Confidence up on my website. You can go to www.tullybrush.com to find out more. Take care of yourself and much love to you.